and welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep. My name is Grace Helvig. I am so thrilled for you to experience this week's episode. We have Nicholas Shepard and Jensen Titus, aka Very Gay Paint, on this episode of Not Too Deep. And oh, I love these two so much. If you've seen my Instagram and seen photos of my home, they have come to my house and done these beautiful um, artistic murals in my home. And they are just two of the sweetest and funniest humans that I've ever met. They're comedians. They have started this painting uh, brand company shenanigan in the pandemic. It has since blown up. And we hear all about their story of how they uh, went on their first date a few days before Valentine's Day and had this like strange uh, threat of moving to Los Angeles. You'll hear all about it. I don't need to tell you now. They describe it much better. And we hear about how much Very Gay Paint has grown to the point that they recorded this episode with me at Jason as his avocado ranch because they're doing a mural for him. Uh, I can't tell you how much fun I clearly had on this episode. Please enjoy Not Too Deep with Very Gay Paint. Nick, Jensen, I'm so excited to talk to you. And uh the irony is not lost that the only episode of this season <laughs> that I have not been in my space that you have so beautifully uh, artistically enhanced uh, is your episode of this podcast. <laughs> During uh, the month of pride. You know? I know. Uh, sorry. These are yeah my microaggressions at you. I'm really sorry, you guys. Oh, you know, you at this point. I, yeah, I have... Um, it's been weighing on me heavily, um, but I hope that you can enjoy that I have come to what looks like the most uh, heterosexual uh, place that I could be to record this podcast with you. A Courtyard Marriott. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sort of made to uphold the straight sort of patriarchy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, nothing about it is warm. It's all very uh, sterile and just like unforgiving, which, you know, feels like home. Uh, okay, let's talk about you guys. First of all, for people, <laughs> the thing I love the most, Finally. for people that have such multifaceted um, existences, I'm curious how you guys describe what you do. Mm. Yeah, mm. we've been trying to figure this out. So this is <laughs> useful every time someone asks us. Right. Yeah. Um, so... I think the simplest version is that we are comedians who paint murals. Yeah, I okay. think so. Yeah. Yeah. So we started, sounds... you know, our... oh, that sounds, I want to hear how it sounds. Yeah, why that don't you go sounds... ahead and tell us how it sounds. Uh, if you guys want some notes, no uh -huh. notes, that Love sounds me. great. Oh, <laughs> cool. That's sort of the best feedback we can get. Well, talk to me how you got here, because you guys mm -hmm. were, from what I know about you, but what listeners or viewers might not know, you were comedians, and then pandemic happens, and we start getting into a paint territory. So talk me through this whole arc. Yes. So okay. wild. Okay, so we've had a... <laughs> uh, what a wow, what a year. Okay. Um, <laughs> we just posed. Yeah. So first of all, it was <laughs> a little, it was like, like... And, and then, then it was like... Ooh. But <laughs> all during it, there's okay. All right, wow! Cool. And you wow. understand? I didn't expect that in the third act. Oh my god! Uh -huh. <laughs> I know a real shocker. Anyone who's like not visually watching, um, God, you missed the story. <laughs> yeah, you're missing. I mean, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna find out a real relationship with their own imagination in that moment. Yeah. 
Um, uh, okay, yeah, talk, yeah, comedian. talk me through this. Talk <laughs> so me through this. To the, prior to the pandemic, Jensen and I met in Philly about like three and a half years ago. Um, mm. Moved to Los Angeles together very shortly after dating. It's like okay. six months in. We were like, let's do it. Um, wow. Okay, wait. Pause for one second. How was that conversation? Who proposed the idea of moving to Los Angeles from the beautiful and uh, complex city of Philadelphia? The complex, (laughs) multifaceted. I mean, so on our very first date, I told him, I was like, hey, just so you know, in September, I'm moving to LA. And I was like, something that's amazing about that is that I am very casual and no strings attached vibes. We are not going to have to worry. (laughs) And then two months later, that was absolutely not the case. Wait, so that's, I mean, what a wild thing to unload on someone on the first date. They're like, hi, um, I can't fall in love because I'm leaving. <laughs> and you were yeah. like, hold my beer. I'm going to make you fall in love with me. I was like, it's sort just of like watch. a psychological trap I like to use with first dates. Yeah. To be like, I'm unavailable in a big way. So maybe he was not always Chase me, moving, chase me, chase just, me. Yeah. You and make I something like, up. I was like, fuck, now I have to move to Los Angeles. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you run out at a certain point. And you're like, yeah, this probably isn't going to last for long. I'm going to um, space and I can't talk a lot about it. And you're like, I, I have a spaceship. It's great. I love that. I love that about My you. Uncle. Uh, that's okay. Wait. So first date, you'd kind of drop this bomb a little bit. And then yeah. I'm also curious who initiated the second date then? Because oh, that's, that's quite a situation to like process. Yeah. I, the second date was really casual because I think we had our first date the night before I was like going away for two weeks. So we met. We uh, you guys date. love to leave each other. Uh, <laughs> uh, how are we going to miss each other if we don't? We're going to want it so badly. Truly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we, yeah, I went away to do like a winter camping thing. This was like February. Our first date was like two days before Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have in my notes that your anniversary is two days before Valentine's Day, which is also, uh, sorry, I have a lot of notes about you, including a photo of your oh newest promotion for your live show. Oh, God. A piece behind the curtain. Yeah. To peek our file. Yeah. If you guys need to know, the Corgat Marriott has a beautiful business center downstairs <laughs> in which I can print out all of my It thoughts. has always been my dream to <laughs> be printed in the business center of a courtyard Marriott. I, you know my, what? My it's been years since I typed on a keyboard that has keys that are elevated that like, yes. you know, push fully down. So it was quite an experience. But yeah, you guys, one, that's a wild thing. Whoever initiated the first date to offer it two days before Valentine's Day. It was a setup, if you can believe. Yeah, we had mutual friends. It was a double date. Okay. Um, And I think, yeah, so I think that's what made it so easy to hang out again is because we, you know, it was a, like a friend situation. We were sort of circling each other anyway. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So it's easy to keep hanging out. Yeah. And so, yeah, we we went on that first date. I went away for a week. We sort of flirtily texted back and forth. And then I came back and saw you in a show, right? Did you see that show? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so... That show. I have to... I I feel like I have to tell you about this show for one second. Please, because you guys did... You've done a lot of theater and improv in Philadelphia. Yeah, we were primarily doing that. Yeah, so (sighs) I'm curious about the productions that you've been a part of there. It's been... It was great. I was doing a lot of experimental clowning theater, sort of like weird stuff. But then my last show I did there was this show that this um, white, straight white man wrote, but it was all about race, specifically 
like a black experience, which it's just, it was like 2017. Oh. Yeah. And it was like, you know, people were like, oh, you have to talk about race. And I think white people were still like, we, it's our job to write about <laughs> this, like insane. And so I went in for this role, but then I, through auditioning, I was like, oh, this person's half black. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm not half black. And they're like, hey, that's fine. And I was like, <laughs> they're like, we want to cast you. And I was like, whoa, okay. So like in the show every night, oh like God. right at the end, I stand up and I go, I go, wait, you guys know I'm black, right? Like, and I, in the show and it was, we worked so long trying to figure it out and then like why it's in there. And then one night during the run, the writer was there uh-huh. and somebody goes, Hey, so why, why did you right at the end make this character? Like, why did they say that? Why did they reveal this? What was that about? And he was like, hmm, I don't know. So it would be interesting. <laughs> Literally for no. My God. All the bones in my body are curling up on yeah. themselves. That is horrifying. Really painted, it got painted into a corner on this one. I, Wow. And to think that, so that I went and saw that show. and I was and like, you saw, this that was seems the first like... thing that you saw of him in the art world at all. Yeah. Me and my wow. friend that I came to the show with both Jensen stands up and is like, you guys know I'm half black, right? And we were both were like, what? <laughs> oh, 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 I did have oh. one time I did it. And then someone went, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I heard them in the, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, it, it was so, huh. certainly something. Okay, so it's, yeah, sorry. That I mean, tangent. no, that's um. If you, tr- this is just really confirming the solid foundation of your guys's relationship to me. That if that's your, you know, in the beginning phases of getting to know each other, you experience your, you know, foreseeable partner in a, such a compromising situation like that. Ooh, right to be put through the the fire. I thought this is a vibe I want to get mixed up in. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. I'm going to tango with this. Absolutely. Oh, my God. But so, okay. But you both did comedy and clowning in Philadelphia. Is that right? Or did only Jensen, you just did clowning or you both did clowning? Yeah, I think I was maybe the only one clowning in Philly. Mm, Gotcha. I was doing improv. I was doing a ton of like regional theater stuff. Um and then when we got to LA was when we were really like, oh, let's dig our toes in and uh, play the little comedy, play the comedy game, baby. Hey, yeah. Uh, yeah. How was the transition from Philadelphia to Los Angeles? It's, I mean, it's a difficult move. I mean, moving yeah. into LA, like not. Like, it's weird. If you don't have like a foundation already set up for you, like yeah. It's, it's, yeah, challenging. To- no one tells you it's going to be expensive. No one talks about that, actually. No one talks about how expensive it is here. <laughs> that is true. I know. Everyone thinks that New York is expensive, but Los Angeles is insane. Are, you lived in New York for a while, right? Yeah, I lived in New York for a little bit and then came out to Los Angeles like nine years ago. And, and it's uh, more expensive in LA, you feel? Well, Los Angeles just feels like you, like New York, you can kind of like exist in a closet with like small things and like really forces you to downsize everything. Los Angeles like encourages you to like spread out, like get a car, get like Mm -hmm. a house, get all these like accoutrements, like external of your own like person. So like shit adds up after a bit. But New York, you can kind of like get away with like, you know, living sneakily and 
you know, very small. But at the same time, New York is insanely expensive. Um, enough about me. More about you guys. About Let's us. talk about. So you come out to Los Angeles, you're doing mm-hmm. comedy, then pandemic hits. Talk to me about the evolution of Very Gay Paint. Yeah, for sure. So we were, we first we went straight to Las Vegas because that's where both of our families live. And so I thought we you just, were joking like, for a second and then I realized that that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we did not go to sort of live it up in Vegas. We weren't like, I wish <laughs> I, wish I had the wherewithal to lead you a little bit with a bit. They were like, and now is the time to be in the most concentrated and sweaty environment that I can Mm -hmm. put myself in. I want to be touching handles that strangers are touching. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, No, we went to hunker down with our families um, who coincidentally both happen to live in Vegas. And there are suburbs, believe it or not, in Las Vegas. I've heard of these things. So you can sort of be away from the strip. Um, so yeah, we were there and then we spent like two months there and just like tried to see, like, we were like trying to make comedy, trying to write and nothing. It didn't feel good. So we went back to LA and just trying to live our life there and just sort of, you know, the thing everybody was doing was like, what, figure out what we're doing. Also, even, yeah. I mean, not even in a large sense, like, what are we doing? But also how, yeah, how do we spend our day? day? We've got full yeah. days, nothing to do. So and- we were like mm-hmm. making up that we we're like, oh, our apartment was so talk about you know new york living we were yeah. living in this little tiny studio in silver lake in a basement in a basement wow. almost no light so we were just like we were like let's work corner by corner like every square inch of this place let's try to make it cute Aww. and so we were doing that we were not getting new furniture we were like building little pockets of like because i'm like i need to one space to be away from you like we were trying to figure out like how to you know have a long time (laughs) yeah you guys really um i don't want to say it's like self-sabotaging but the challenges that you've imposed on your relationship for each other are a true testament to your ability to (laughs) overcome them (laughs) i struggle and emerge what is life without a challenge you know it's beautiful okay so now you're you're like working on this uh place that you guys are living in doing it for yourselves were you putting this online at the time or were you kind of doing it internally we were just just doing it for ourselves i've always liked to nest and yeah to jensen's earlier point it's so funny that variegate paint this thing that has like ultra bonded us to each other and we're like always together came out of us being like how do we make space in our apartment to be separate (laughs) (laughs) um that's beautiful it's Mm. Um, <laughs> another highly visual element if you're not watching the video of this podcast you're only getting half the battle <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah so we the buying furniture off facebook marketplace to make those little cor- corners turned into me being like what if we paint something on the wall i saw like mm. something on pinterest and painted it myself and uh it, it was like cute. yeah it looked cute it was not impossibly hard <laughs> and then and we then caught I the bug. In. Jensen yeah. jumped in. He, nice. This kid's fine motor skills. When I tell you, he can just pop, 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 pop. Like I, large scale. I'm a great painter. I, the composition, I can like decide what's going to happen. But if it was up to me to do these curves, oh, you'd, oh, we'd it be looks in like trouble. someone had eight cups of coffee and trying to like, like. <laughs> yeah, mine just, yeah, mine looks like I'm giving a uh, lie detector test to the wall the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot of lies. Are you confident? Yes. It's, yes. The scene, yes. it's the scene from the disaster movie about the big one where I'm trying to draw a circle and it starts, but I can't, I'm, I finish. It's, I'm a character in a disaster movie. They show that the like, cat, like what is it? A 9.3 earthquake has started yeah. and I don't stop painting a circle as my house collapses. 
That is a beautiful metaphor for so many of the things that you guys have gone through. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so so you start doing this for yourselves. How does this start going public then? How do you start like uh, working with other people? You post, he posts on his personal Instagram. I had, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I posted the ones we had done in our apartment on our Instagram and all of our friends were like, that looks awesome. Like show us how to do that. Come do that for us. Um, And then a friend of mine from Philly was like, hey, I have this friend in LA. I'm going to give her your Instagram because she's looking for this sort of exact thing. Um, And I'm just going to hook you guys up. And so we did our first mural for this really cool girl. She paid us like 90 bucks. Nice, Um, nice. And we did a little squiggle on her wall. And then that was the day where we were like, oh, let's just make a little side account for this. Because my last like five posts on my personal Instagram have been paid. And and that accounts for selfies. Yeah, that's you're going to fuck up your whole aesthetic over there. And God forbid. Keep it clean. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So then it just becomes like a word of mouth kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just like, it just started really catching it just like got so far ahead of us and we were it was so funny like in the first day i think we got like 250 followers and we were like we were, we were joking we we're like oh my god wouldn't it be so crazy if this like passed our own personal following <laughs> we're like can you imagine the sort of personal crises we would have and god that would never happen and then cut to like two weeks <laughs> later literally like and i was like oh my god <laughs> like, it had taken off i don't even know we, i don't know how it how it worked it really just like blossomed i guess i don't i don't it was the right time i don't know yeah i mean you caught people you know when they are forced to evaluate their physical you know uh living spaces and also evaluate you know their ability to fix their spaces on their own which is mostly can't for myself can't do it by (laughs) myself (laughs) so the outsourcing of other people who are much more proficient at that it's all yeah it's all perfect timing um okay we're gonna take a quick break when we get back i have to talk to you about tips and tricks for working together loving together living together all of that so we'll be right back with more not too deep Hello listeners, Grace Helbig here, wanting to say two things. A big thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, If you're a regular listener, if this is your first time listening, welcome and thank you. And uh, second thing, if you are enjoying yourself here in this not-too-deep world we've built and you'd like to leave us a review, that would be so wonderful. If you can go to the iTunes store, the App Store, and leave us a lovely little review comment. How are you feeling? Good, bad, otherwise? Maybe just good or otherwise would be appreciated. Other than that, enjoy the podcast. Okay, you guys have blown up now and it continues to blow up. Oh, and now you're back doing some comedy shows in Los Angeles. Heads up to anyone who's out in Los Angeles looking for some funny, funny nights. Um, what's the what's the work life process now? Is the because the variegate paint seemed to start as kind of like this little side project, and now it's the main thing. What's the how's it going to proceed? Mm. Yeah, I mean that's this is a huge part of what we're talking about every day. Like this, mm-hmm. it feels like a big turning point for us of like we want to go back to the thing that we really love doing, which is performing and and producing shows and and doing comedy. So 
I think this, so our first show is this Saturday that very we're producing exciting. as Very Gay Paint, which is very exciting. Yeah. Um, oh, nice. So yeah, because you're basically, foray. yeah, you're debuting yourselves as a, a new kind of brand situation. That's fun. Like, this is your like debutante ball. Yeah, it's and it's terrifying. And we, <laughs> really? you know, yeah, we will be put... <laughs> We like lost some followers for the first time when we posted about it because people, you know, they come for paint. So I they get it, for- it. It was just for him like oh, people oh, unfollowed oh. because you promoted your comedy show one yes, time. It hurt. People are like a show poster. Nice try. Like, not, not what I signed up for. Absolutely uh, not. Truly, truly. Which I wow. get because those can be triggering um, for sure. <laughs> so, but yeah, so we're like, you know, we're trying to, like get, literally get on television um yeah well that's a so i feel like you guys offer this niche into diy that is funny like i it blows my mind so much why you know hgtv and all of this diy stuff like lacks humor in it or the humor that's there is very you know um it's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> and and so, like, I think it's like Chip Gaines just yeah, sort of leading the comedy front. Yeah. Yeah. And it's By mostly trees. Yeah, it's mostly him acting like an 11 year old boy around his wife who just like looks at the producer <laughs> off like camera and goes, and like, why? I think if we're not them this Halloween, oh, it's yeah, a huge go. missed opportunity. Truly. Like Can truly. you imagine? I mean, okay, so you're pitching, are we pitching like scripted stuff? Are we pitching like long form stuff? Is it kind of a variety? The concept now is that we're sort of imbuing sketch and comedy and little, you know, these instructional bits where we um, end up sort of fucking the whole thing up. Uh, Great. Great. <laughs> like into a show where we do, where a mural is in real life created yeah. for a real person. So a hybrid, like mm-hmm. unscripted, yeah. a little scripted. Yeah, so that's that's the first you know, obviously we've been doing this. We haven't even been doing this year. So on July 15th will be our year. July 15th is the anniversary. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. It's um, coming. It's, yeah, it's wild to me that you've, you are just coming up on your one year anniversary for all of this. The one major, like, you know, kind of glaring question is like, how do you guys you know, living together, loving together, working together. Like, do you guys set boundaries for each other? Is there, uh, you know, (laughs) 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 or is this an ongoing evolution of the way? Because I'm sure you guys, you know, didn't expect it to blow up like this. And so now you're really in it with each other. Oh, yeah. Um, And you can also pass on this question if it's too intense. Let's get into it. It's really incredible. It's incredible the amount of boundaries we don't have. Like, But that's great. Because when you don't need them, you don't need them. That's just a testament that you guys know already inherently how to operate with each other. Yeah. I mean, and we're all so young. Like, we're we're discovering what those boundaries are and will be as we approach them. But, you know, this happened during a time. And, you know, Very Gay Paint was created out of a time where physically, literally, we could not be separate from each other. Right? Like, that was not an option. Um, And now I think as the world opens up and we, you know, maybe expand what the brand is and what our personal journeys and interests are, maybe there will be opportunities where we're like, oh, yeah, let's figure out, you know, how do we delineate time to spend apart when we're not working on the company? We are. It's a lot of planning. because So like we're usually booked about two months out. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I think the thing that people don't realize about you guys is 
because you are front facing so funny and so clowny, you are incredibly professional and incredibly organized and prepared. And my experience with you was just overwhelming respect for that ability that I do not have. But I watch you guys work and just like, they just got their shit together. This is incredible. <laughs> Thank you so much. That really means a lot. That's... No, it's really true. I don't think people realize how much planning and precision goes behind the scenes of the stuff that you guys work on that just looks fabulous as an end result. Yeah, I think we have a lot of like, no, no shame to them. But we have a lot of celebrities like DM us and they're like, they're like, I want you to paint this wall. And then I I go, oh, great. Yeah, we just need like this, 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 and this. And then I think they just think that we like show up. Like a we, little just, magic like, fairy that yeah. comes. <laughs> it has like, which is cool. I guess the, that's the vibe. But I'm like, we do need some we do. measurements. We need some, yeah. We got to get down to brass tacks. I was going to ask, um, you don't have to name names or anything specific. What's been the strangest request that you've gotten if there has been one that stands out to you? Strangest. I mean, we did one that was somebody <laughs> wanted a big whale on the yeah. entryway wall. Which oh, was great. couldn't have been farther than what we were. I mean, we we hadn't at that point done anything that was even recognizable as like a thing, right? So uh -huh. much of our stuff is like uh, lines or it's a shape. Yeah. When we we painted the Santa Monica Pier recently, and people were like, "What is it?" And we were like, I, "This, I don't know." Um, <laughs> and so yeah. that was the first one where it was like, "It's gonna be a whale." Yeah, wow. and it wound up being really cool. Like we used a more like interpretive style for the whale. Like it was okay. like wavy water that also made the shape of a whale. Oh, cool. Um, so that was like the coolest. I don't know if we've ever had anything else. Like, Do crazy. you have a bucket list of celebrities or singular celebrity that you would love Megan to paint? Megan Thee Stallion. Oh my really? God, can you imagine? I would I don't, I don't even know what I would do. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I also, I got to say, Grace, it was huge to paint for you. It was oh, so yeah. exciting He's for us. Waiting. He's been waiting I was, to reveal this to you. Okay, here we go. Grace. No, just like when you reached out to us, I was like, because I, like my whole 20s, I was like watching your stuff every day. Aww. Like truly, every single day. He bought your movie that you did. Oh yeah, I paid for Dirty 30. I, it was oh, amazing. Thank you. You can tour in it or whatever, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's really sweet. No, the, um, I, it was an honor to have you guys in my home making it beautiful because I don't ever reach out online to people about anything. I am so uh, anxious and nervous and I just think it's, I come across like such a fucking privileged dork and I don't know how to, I don't know how to do that stuff. Mamrie does it so beautifully and effortlessly and I, I can't figure it out. Um, so the fact that you guys even responded was like, I crawled into a hole after I hit send of just like, I can't believe I asked that something. It's so I funny. We had been like, let's actually say, let's talk, let's have this conversation. Yeah. I, know, I would have literally thrown my phone off the hill, like into traffic and just it's been so, like, it's over. This is the time that I should go into the woods and learn how to knit and make like that. tree shoes. I don't know. <laughs> tree It's so funny that I you thought that way that. because responding to when you were like, hey, I just wanted to reach out about about maybe doing this project i think i in my notes app spent like 30 minutes doing a reply that ended up being like okay 
No, <laughs> you guys. Like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> you guys were so wonderful. Um, and you also came into our lives at the most chaotic moment. And the fact that you guys took it on the chin was beautiful. Um, let's talk to pivot a little bit. Very gay yeah. candle. Oh, what, oh yeah. what's going on here what is this what's going this on this was like an early there thing other comedians like yeah. right at the beginning they're just super cool girls start of the pandemic uh-huh. i was in a sketch class with these two uh this like comedian duo um they're also like so hot they're stunningly beautiful Ooh, it's very it's painful business women yeah who are they um, their names are cammy and tess i think that's okay. their joint Instagram yeah. that they, okay. I think are still doing comedy together on, but they transitioned during the pandemic a little more okay. intentionally into being like, Oh, we want to have a small business. We love candles. We love uh-huh. the like, um, biz. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and they reached out to us like when we, maybe a week into really starting variegate paint and we're like, oh, Hey, cool. we're starting a candle company. You guys are so cool. We love what you do. Let's if, do if, gay candle. Yeah. Cool. We just, like, built it with them. Yeah, we designed the label and chose the scents, and then they make everything else happen. And wow! So what's the what's the scent profile? It's like amber, moss, and teakwood. I yeah. think. Yeah, it's mm. very like it's a little floral, but it's like earthy and like musky, really and nice, warm. Yeah, I love it. I love that for you guys. It's that such sounds a cute beautiful. Thing. I love well, merch. I love it. That's what I was thinking, like in you guys building this brand, what are the branches off of the brand? What are the offshoots? How can we monetize this? Come on, come on. Dollars and cents, dollars and cents. Make daddy some money. We're suddenly in suits like on Wall Street. Oh my God, what Shark Tank? That's so funny. Oh God, I would love for you guys to go pitch yourselves on Shark Tank. I don't even know what you would pitch, but I would just love it. (laughs) I think the idea would be that it's like, there's not a product. We're going on Shark Tank. Like we have one of those like terribly like rehearsed pitches that where they're like visibly like shaking. Hi Sharks. We have to to turn around in the middle of it and like face up stage and sort of, hey, we're going to start again. Get it. Hey, I'm just hey. um Nick Shepard. Very, very gay in the oh paint. I yeah. oh, God, I would watch an hour to two hours of that. Oh my <laughs> God. That's it. My That's like it turn up. your brain into mush. Yeah. Uh well, I can't wait to see what continues to happen, but I need to now get into the two questions that I ask every single guest that is on the Not Too Deep podcast. Um of course for both of you the first question is who alive or dead would you most like to throw cold spaghetti at of course (laughs) i want to throw it at ellen degeneres literally one of the notes i had here to ask you is what the fuck is ellen doing right now do we care (laughs) literally no because all i want to do is i want to drive by in my brand new car we just bought and throw cold spaghetti at her while she's walking her dog. I want it to be during. I want Ellen to sort I'm of. I'm gonna be murdered. <laughs> oh yeah, you would. Someone. A sniper would take you out she's in a second. She's gonna send someone to my house. Over. <laughs> yeah. so they're here already. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Porsche's outside right now. She's getting ready. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine her in camouflage. Beautiful. Oh, it's stunning. 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 Not. Right yeah. And she die. would not blend in. No. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to camouflage herself, but literally being like a super Like the most actress. beautiful goddess. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, what about you? I would like to throw cold spaghetti. Okay, so something we revealed to you on the break that mm-hmm. I think that everyone should know, right, is that we're, yeah. we're currently at Jason Mraz's avocado farm. 
None of that is a Mad Lib sentence. That is just true facts in their world and what they are doing right now. It's just the fever dream we're living in. Um, and I love it. Insane. Insane. One of his cats last night while we were asleep um, brought a rat that it had killed to the door outside of our room. Okay. And I An did offering. not realize, and I did start my day by stepping into a rat that a cat had a brought rat me. That was like, sorry, that was like strewn apart. Oh no! Entrails, just entrail vibes. Oh, um, <laughs> oh no! Wow! Morning, and so I would like to, you know, this cat sort of put me in a, a an uncomfortable. Yeah. you know, reasonably disgusting situation, but with an offering of food for me. Yeah. And I would just like to return the favor by throwing cold spaghetti at Jesus, the cat who tried to His bring me around this morning. His name is Jesus. His name is and Jesus. Yeah. Loves oh, you. Like, oh. In Jesus name, we pray. Uh, that is uh, the layered metaphors. There are too much to handle. Uh, I'll let you yeah. guys process that on your own time. It's going to take a while to sort of write <laughs> a lasagna of metaphor. Uh, but also just watching an adult man throw <laughs> spaghetti at a cat is a beautiful visual. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that it's cold really does yeah. it. Uh, it's, yeah. And the point is that the cat would have the same sensation I did, right? Like the, oh, I don't want this. Uh, and then being like, oh, it's food, you right. know, and that's what the cat was doing to me. It's yeah. just a return of the uh, favor. I just don't know what I would do if I saw an adult doing that to a cat. I don't know what you do. There's <laughs> um, not okay. much you can do. <laughs> Truly, you just have to let nature take care of itself, I guess. <laughs> nature is healing. <laughs> okay. The other question I ask every single guest that is on the podcast with me is uh, to tell me your worst pants shitting story or like a bathroom emergency situation. Uh, but you can only use three words or three small phrases to describe the experience. Um, and so, for example, mine is college jogging front lawn. Oh my mm. God. Mine <laughs> is. Hmm. Magic Mountain. Oh, whoa. Funnel cake. <sighs> Wendy's. <laughs> and Wendy's. Oh, no. Yeah. You let that. You let that stew. <laughs> to have multiple stew. settings. Uh, you just. <laughs> I also feel like you just listed brands. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the are, frosty, the cold boots, partnerships that we need to sort of fulfill. Yeah. You, it you sounded imagine? like you described like a nine-year-old's dream birthday. It's just Magic Mountain, funnel cake, <laughs> Wendy's. Wendy's. Offended <laughs> <laughs> by diarrhea. Oh, okay. boy. the right context. Okay. Um, <sighs> Six-hour flight. Oh. Which is, oh. One, which is a word. One word. Yeah. Steps from the door. <laughs> you're you're a haiku. It's so far. It's really beautiful. And I suppose just boop <laughs> would be enough. My la- boop. And that can be transcribed uh, sort of however. Wow. That uh, truly paints a picture. <sighs> wow. 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 Thank you for sharing both of those with me. I truly appreciate it. Um, of course. Now we're going to move on to a section called Deep or Hot, uh, where you can choose if you would like to answer a deep question that we have prepared for you, or you can give us a hot take on something that we have prepared for you. Or 
you could do both. It's up to you guys. Let's do both. I'm both? excited about both. Okay. Okay. You deep question first. Coming in hot with the deep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you feel or do you fear that you'll be pigeonholed by your sexuality uh, and that you yourself are the only one to do it? Mm. That's a great question. Um, no, I don't. I don't feel this way because I do feel like very gay paint makes fun of sexuality so intensely yeah. that we're actually going to like uh, yep. transcend. Come out the other side. The, the, the idea <laughs> of, of like what gayness has um, yeah. become culturally. Yeah, I think the brand sort of exists as an idea that it is um, stupid that there would be anything qualitative about being gay, right? Yeah. Like we have so many people be like, what's gay about the paint? And we're like, yes. Yeah. Exactly Simply that. that. Yeah. Um, it's so, also yeah. the DIY like industry. And uh, this is just my own kind of, you know, um, not super aware opinion of that world it just seems like a very heterosexual industry uh at least very like hetero presenting in a way and so it's nice for you guys to just like call it out obnoxiously but like with comedic purpose you know there were levels of like thought behind it it's not just like a throwaway thing for you guys yeah it's been it's been a process of like of like whittling down the like the the POV of of like the brand and like mm. the the humor and like yeah we we've been yeah we've been really talking about that a lot and like mm -hmm. it's an important that's the I think the most important thing to me at least is that aspect of what we're doing yeah yeah is that there's some sort of incisive kind of um, pushback against the idea that that this would that it ever would be a sort of pigeonhole situation yeah. for us to not be able to do things outside of being gay it also is like conversely so empowering to like i spent so much of my childhood being like oh yeah being gay will sort of trap me in a narrative that other people get to choose yeah. for me like they that is going to put me into you know a yeah, like a, just a format, an established format. I do not have the freedom of choice if I come out as gay mm. because everyone will be assigning things to me. Mm. Um, and then to sort of like turn that on its head as an adult and be like, play the little devil of like, I'm gay and that actually means this thing that doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's like yeah. really juicy. Well, yeah. it's one, I mean, it's just like you have full control of your brand and yourselves from every angle, you know, and you are the puppets and the puppeteer like a puppet masters at the same time and it's just really beautiful to know that like there is so much thought behind what you're doing you're not just kind of like flying by the seat of your pants just throwing like gay shit out there for the sake of it like you are really like you have something to say and you have art to make it's really beautiful yes Thank you be responsible with your gay shit yeah <laughs> there you go there you go. <laughs> um okay Here's the hot take, hot which you, you've kind of already touched on this a little bit. Um, why do you think the DIY industry is so saccharine sweet? Mm. <gasps> clicks. <laughs> um, <laughs> what did you say? Clicks? Uh, clicks. Okay. <laughs> it's all about clicks. Oh, I mean, I feel like it came at, because I feel like it came, it always comes from sadness, I think. Like for some oh, reason, like people turn DIY when it's like, there's a divorce or there's like a death oh. or there's like a, you know what I mean? Like it always like, seems like. The projection of bettering something. 
Yeah. Or, like taking the ownership. Like you're at home. You like don't want to mm. leave, but you're like, I need something. So maybe that's, it comes from such a place of like self-care, I think. Mm. And I'm wondering if that's why it's so, so sweet. Yeah. And earnest. Yeah. That would yeah. make sense. Yeah. I think it also grows out of like this, like... DIY, I feel like, is this sort of evolution of the history where we're like, the girls are taking home economics class and the men are taking uh-huh. woodshop. Yeah. And so it feels like it was like very, you know, um, divisive in that way, yeah. the origins of DIY. And now mm. as things are starting to blend, um, it's at least becoming clear to us that uh, uh, how stupid it's necessary that we like approach it with an irreverence because... The yeah, you're dismantling all of it. <laughs> well, you know what? I th- it's also because it's like, because so many things are just naturally DIY. And then it's yeah. like, it's ac- I, now that I'm thinking about like, it's actually the culture of recording these DIY videos. Mm. of like, that's where I think it really snuck in because I think people were at home baking, like not everybody you meet that does something themselves like that at home is going to be like nice. Right. But like <laughs> the like culture of like making a video around it has always been like, Hey, we're going to teach you actually how to be um, knitting today. And it's like very like, <laughs> but then it's so funny. Cause like there's you're the care of like, you're yeah. here to learn. We're here to take care of you. And then it's so funny for us. Like, yes, just fuck with that entirely. Like, how, to, yeah. how to paint the perfect circle as like, we're never gonna show you. I know you guys posted some video about jazz just moves through your bones and it's just you with a brush just doing absolute nonsense. nonsense. And nonsense. I love it. See, that's what I want to see on HGTV. That's more real to me than you know the Chip and Joanna yeah. games. I love that. Um, okay, we're going to take one last break. When we get back, we're going to give a listener viewer um, some advice that hopefully improves their life. So we'll be right back with more Not Too Deep. We're back. We're going to uh, give some people some advice. advice. Uh, which I think that Okay, I'm going to try and find one that I think is really appropriate for you guys. Uh, Okay. This, I think you might have some uh, interesting thoughts about this. Someone said, they're asking, this is a work-related question. How do I creatively quit my minimum wage job? My boss likes theater, so song and dance is an option. Oh, Hmm. I see. (laughs) Okay. At first I was like, I don't know how to help what you want to do with your life, but you, how to just quit. They just want to, they want to quit with, um, yeah, with style, with panache, with some sort of uh, something out of the ordinary. Yes. Let's start pitching. Let's start ideating here. As as people that have come from theater backgrounds, they're saying that their boss enjoys theater. So the option to do something more theatrical is in the wheelhouse. Okay, I'm getting like one of those like, uh, oh, quick, come here. Yes. Something has happened. You make your boss full of fear and anxiety about something that would be much worse than yeah. you quitting, right? Because the whole rest of the event, they're going to be kind of happy that it's not that. And yes, you can just yes, sort yes. of both enjoy each other in this parting moment. So you say, come quickly, look, you know, uh, Laomi or whoever the, the person is that you work with at that Laomi. time, she's hurt. Laomi's hurt hmm. so bad. She's split her head open and she's in the back. 
Come, come see your oh split God. open wow, head. That's really intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we so get him worked up. Yeah. Wow. He comes back. Um, and Naomi, is there prosthetics of a head that's been split open? Okay. So you guys, oh, no. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You wait till he gets close enough that he would notice the prosthetics are there and Naomi yeah. has prepared a song. <gasps> oh. You're going to need a, for your minimum wage mm-hmm. job, you're going to need probably like a 2K budget yeah. for this. Just for hair yeah. and makeup. Um, yeah, yeah. You can kickstart it. Yeah. And then the money should also just go to the quitting and not to any of your future endeavors. Just yeah. to clarify. No, yeah. Not if you yeah. put in your savings account, we're coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't work that way. Okay. So she, um, she her, starts singing done. Alanis Morissette's You Ought to Know really softly. <gasps> uh, I want you to know. And then you come in from behind your boss. You've been, he came in first, right? He's the person yeah. responsible for taking care of Laomi, who's hit her head. Um, you're yeah. over his shoulder. And, and you know, she, typically Alanis, I'm happy for you. But what you say is, I am quitting. <laughs> right? And so we start to realize what the situation is. More coworkers. More coworkers. Yeah. So okay. flash mob. It flash turns mob. into a bit of a flash mob. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you can't um, go wrong with a flash mob. Wow, I'm like really catching up to all of this. So I'm, it's, I, I feel like oh, I great. can't even contribute. So no, please. please no, um, yeah, continue. Okay, so uh, I want you to know I'm quitting <laughs> that job. A new coworker sort of walks in. They were carrying a bucket of ice and they go, ice bucket challenge onto Laomi <laughs> to Leo benefit me. ALS. And then uh, where they're standing, there's dance routine. I don't know if anyone here, the Fit Body by Ashley, sort of a YouTube Zumba teacher. She comes in and has taught everyone a dance to You Oughta Know. Wow. Flash mob to You Oughta Know with Laomi, the ice bucket coworker, you. Um, your boss starts to realize that at your boss's Zumba class they've been going to, it's that choreography. Oh my God. Your boss knows the choreography. The four oh. of you do it to completion. Okay. And then it's done. And then you say, do you mind writing me a referral? (laughs) That's, you know, I think that's the only way you can do this ask, you know, if you're going to quit a a minimum wage job, you really need to um, let them know what's going on. And you also want to, you know, at the same time, raise some money for ALS and uh, make some mm-hmm. donations. <laughs> so those are, you know, the best yeah. way to quit a job is by raising money for other internet uh, showy uh, from like fundraising. From, from a long time ago. <laughs> but, well, yeah, the one that uh, doesn't, isn't asking for any more money, but you mm-hmm. finally caught on. Yeah, ALS sort of went away. <laughs> and the Ice Bucket <laughs> Challenge was, you know, m- m- largely not raising <laughs> many of the people who did it. We're not helping to raise money. No. Not at all. Not oh at all. Oh my God. That's like one of the first big. If you spend the $2,000 hair and makeup budget donating to ALS research, I swear to God. That makes you, swear a, bad to God. That makes you a bad person. <laughs> oh my God. I, hope, I know that wasn't helpful at all. So, but I no, hope it was in some it, way. I think truly it has to have stirred some sort of ideas for this listener. Um, and I can't thank you enough for creating a visual that I have actively participated in my head with for the last five minutes that I've just enjoyed start to finish. So thank you so, so much. It's part of a brand (laughs) partnership we're doing with Alanis Morissette. So I did have to say that. (laughs) I mean, look, nothing is impossible. You guys are at fucking Jason Mraz's house right now. I know. 
<laughs> so your life out. is beyond comprehension. You guys can't make <laughs> jokes because they could be truths. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. He's simply manifesting at that point. Um, this is, we have to conclude uh, soon. This has been so fun, you guys. Thank you again for taking time away from your busy work schedule to, to quack with me. Um, but before we leave, we like to give our guests a little token of our appreciation. So we make some um, personalized horoscopes from us to you um, oh that I think Melissa is going to copy and paste into the chat. And okay. You guys can read your horoscope out loud for all of us. Okay, what do we do? In unison. (laughs) Dear Leos, lions of the stars, it's time to start apologizing for things you might have said or done in the heat of the moment during retrograde. The Easter Bunny isn't mad at you. You isn't mad at probably that you outed them publicly like that, but they're willing to forgive and move on. Yeah. Straight from the universe. Straight from the universe to universe. I, I appreciate the offer to apologize, mm. and I respectfully decline. decline. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, you know the Easter Bunny thing wasn't an isolated incident. We have a long history with that rabbit. Yeah, yep. and, and people. And we're outing ideas and concepts left and right. We don't out people. You're artists. You can't be beholden to keeping thoughts, opinions, and ideas in your head. They need to be expressed. We suddenly switch into, we're like, PC culture is ruining America. (laughs) (laughs) Cancel culture. (laughs) When I'm elected governor, I will cancel cancel culture. And we do this for 48 hours (laughs) until we pass away. <laughs> okay, um, guys, where can people find you? Find Barry Gay Paint, find uh, come out, and maybe see the comedy show if they want to. Where can yeah, people yes. hear and see all of it? We're at Very Gay Paint on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter, but we're not really on there. Verygaypaint.com or Very Gay Paint on YouTube. But on our Instagram and whatnot, we'll post about our shows. Yes. So, yeah. so our first upcoming show is this coming Saturday. Um, Chica's Tacos. Chica's Tacos. City. But we will have nice. plenty more, um, probably at multiple different locations. Nice. We'll be getting, yeah. getting frisky with a mic. I love it. Uh, thank you guys so much. This was so lovely. I yeah, appreciate so you. Fun. We appreciate you. Guys, go check out Very Good Paint. And if you're in Los Angeles, go see them on stage. They are goofs beyond belief. And I couldn't love them anymore. Um, Thank you guys for listening and watching. And we'll see you guys next time on another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Goodbye. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. With Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated. Producer Melissa D. Montz. Edited by Shireen Lani Yunus. Post-production sound by Chris Henry and an extra special thanks to Flula for the theme music. <laughs> <laughs>